Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, May the 27th, as we head into Memorial Day weekend, coming off a Phillies victory. Thank the Lord. Phillies win yesterday, back to three games under 521 and 24 on the season, back to having the same record as the Atlanta Braves as they end up splitting the four-game series down in Atlanta. It's pretty funny when you think about it. You know, it feels like just a disastrous series in Atlanta and they split, you know, it really does those two games in the middle between the, um, you know, disastrous blowing of the Bryce Harper home run game. And then the, you know, semi no show, semi bad news bears ish performance the following night and the, you know, general just horrific display by Joe Girardi from a managing perspective in this series. I feel somewhat fortunate to come out of it winning two of four. You know, as sad as that is to say, you know, feels like a win. Feels like a bit of a win. You know, needed to take that game yesterday. Shout out there, Nola. I mean, when was the last time we went into a game saying Phillies are scuffling right now? You know, they are they are not in great shape, but you know, Aaron Nola's on the hill today. So Maybe Nola's going to handle business. You know, when was the last time he actually handled business? It feels like it's been forever since Nola went into a game where they absolutely needed to win. I mean, what a difference it is sweeping that or winning that series, losing that series as opposed to splitting that series. Excuse me. I mean, what a difference. What a massive. I mean, it was such an important baseball game. Stopping that slide of two straight before you go to New York after how you lost those games. For Aaron Nola to go out there and give you eight and a third yesterday of just brilliant pitching. I mean, it was so huge. I I can't describe how important what Aaron Nola did yesterday was for this team. A team that, you know, has felt at times like it has the chance to kind of go off the rails in a bad way a couple times. It felt like that was a potential thing right there in that game after losing the, the two prior the way they lost them, it really did feel like a very pivotal May game. It really did. You know, you in a lot of ways had to come out of that game with a win, and they won because of Aaron Nola. I mean, flat out, they won the game because of Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola was, was just brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. He gave you everything you could have wanted from him in that game. Goes eight and a third, ends up giving up one run, which he didn't even give up. Knable ended up allowing the run to score, but it was his runner but he goes eight and a third, gives up one run, only five hits, no walks, 10 strikeouts yesterday for Aaron Nola. Just, again, a dynamite showing, just enough offense. JT gets him on the board with a homer in the third, smashed it, which was great to see because obviously JT has been struggling. JT 
Still with the 240 uh, batting average and a 317 on base, 363 slugging, a you know clearly below 700 uh, OPS is bad. It's bad, but a big mammoth home run yesterday. They add more on an Odubel double than a Nick Castellanos double late. Nice to see Casty get a hit. Almost got caught. It was like a shot to center field. Brave center fielder had it in the glove, wasn't able to make the catch. Scores a run as well, and the Phils end up winning it. Four to one. I mean, that one run in the ninth, it didn't matter. And, um, you know, again, just a a very needed victory. You know, the, the offense didn't really show up. Only six hits on the game. Hoskins a hit. Harper a hit. Castellanos a hit. JT a hit. And then Oduble with two hits. And that was it. You know, not a ton from an offensive perspective from this team yesterday. Going up against Kyle Wright, who's been great this year. But it didn't matter because, thank goodness... Aaron Nola was there to save the day. How about it? I mean, it almost feels weird saying that sentence because it doesn't feel like something that ever happens. <laughs> Shout out to Nola. Really? I mean, boy, you know, again, just just really needed it. And and look, um, rightfully so, we have been very negative about this team and their performance so far this season. Again, rightfully so, and I'm sure we will continue to be. I'm going to get to a Joe Girardi thing coming up. You know, we we will be negative in, in a few minutes. But, 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 if you're looking for a positive, and let's do that. Let's talk about some positives, but let's start right there. Because if you're looking for a positive, heading into the Memorial Day weekend, heading into the, you know, the, the thick of the baseball season. You know, summer is right around the corner. We all know how a baseball season is made or break, made or broke over summer. You know, this is, it's go time now. This is um, time to really step it up. If you're looking for some silver linings of, again, three games under 500 through 45 games is absolutely not where the Phillies wanted to be, planned to be, expected to be. And you can't be happy with it, especially because of how many games you've blown along the way. Thank you, George Rarty. You, know, you can point to five games the guys cost them, you know, five games at least, you know, more than that, that this team has you know, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, so to speak. So um, I think that, honestly, you could look at as a positive moving forward in that they can't continue to blow games at this clip. But I think Aaron Nola is a real a real reason for optimism right now as a Phillies fan because Nola has has looked different this year. He has looked so much better, uh, particularly, you know, big outing like that one, three five six ERA. Has had a couple rough outings, but for the most part has been pretty consistent this season. The fastball command yesterday was just on point. Um, I think Aaron Nola's a reason to be excited. You know, when you think about Nolan Wheeler at the top of this rotation, Wheeler, obviously, as we've seen, last four starts has been just absolutely dynamite. You know, he's Zach Wheeler again. You know, we're good. Zach Wheeler's back, which is huge because Zach Wheeler is the ace of this staff. Zach Wheeler is one of the five to ten best pitchers in the sport. I mean, Zach Wheeler is that good. Zach Wheeler gives you a chance in any series you're in if he's starting that first game of it. Wheeler's that good. But, you know, this version of Aaron Nola, the one we saw last night, the one we've seen more often than not this season, or at least more frequently this season than in the last couple seasons, you know, this version of Aaron Nola is dangerous. You know, a, a Wheeler Nola one-two is finally looking like what everyone thought it could. You know, when when it was first put together, the idea, oh, two aces at the top of this rotation, that that could be a thing. Well, right now it's feeling like that's a thing. You know, and and again, look, we need Nola to be consistent. We need Nola to win games in September, obviously. You know, until you know Nola, there's no official Nola's back until we get to September, and the dude, 
you know, win some really big games in September, or at least pitches well in some really big games in September. But, you know, I think there is real cause for optimism with Aaron Nola right now, you know, and I think that it's a really important thing. I think, you know, if you're looking for optimism with, in general, I think the starting staff is a, is a reason to be optimistic. You know, Wheeler and Nola at the top is dynamite. Eflin clearly looks healthy and looks back. I mean, that 12 strikeout performance against the Dodgers was was just fantastic. I mean, he was locked in against the best lineup in the National League and just mowing dudes down. 12 strikeouts is not a fluke. I mean, that's that's real right there. You know, that's you know, it's hard to get 12 strikeouts in Major League Baseball. It's particularly hard to get 12 strikeouts against a team like the Los Angeles Dodgers in Major League Baseball. And Zach Eflin looked awesome in doing it. So I think between Wheeler, Eflin, and, and Nola, you feel really good. And then you know, the question is, can Ranger, and, and Gibby's been great for a five. I mean, you know, all you can ask for five. The question is, can Ranger figure it out? Um, and Ranger has struggled. There's no question comparatively. Obviously, I don't think anyone expected him to be a 1-5 ERA guy again, but, you know, you expected more from, from Ranger and, you know, really has felt like at times he's really struggled through outings, you know, and then he's kind of found his groove at times, but has not been able to get to that level where it was anything close to the Ranger that we were hoping to see. Um, and I'm, I'm a little concerned in the sense that, you know, look, Ranger doesn't have a long and storied track record of success, right? I mean, Ranger had one year. Last year was the Ranger Suarez year, where not only was he the best reliever on the team, he was the best starter on the team, he was just absolutely lights out. And, you know, I believed in that. I, I Not the 1-5 thing, but in, in Ranger the pitcher, I thought there were real adjustments made, the, the ice in his veins, all that stuff, that it was the kind of thing that would carry over and that, you know, you could for lack of a better phrase, count on Ranger Suarez. And I'm not sure that you can. Now, I hope you can. I think, you know, I still am I'm hopeful. And if he could turn into something even remotely close to what we saw last year, oh my goodness, this team is, you know, one of the best rotations in baseball all of a sudden. Um, but again, you know, the history of Ranger Suarez is not a long one, you know, at least from a successful perspective. So would it be shocking if he weren't successful? No, of course not. You know, it wouldn't be successful. It wouldn't be shocking at all. But I still think he's better than what we're seeing. I still think we'll see a better version of him moving forward. So I am um, I'm hopeful with Ranger. And I think the pitching staff is reason for hope. Another reason for hope, you know, we've talked about this before, but, man, we went through this earlier in the week. You look at the second-half schedule for this team. We know how tough the first-half schedule is. But, you know, the fact that they're treading water, if they can continue to win a few more games than they lose over the rest of this first half of the season and then get into the... I'm just going to read it down the list real quick, um, you know, just to, to cruise through, just to see the idea. Because we've had, you know, in the first half, we've had a lot of Mets. We've had a lot of Dodgers. We've had the Padres. We've had the Angels and Brewers are coming up. You know, they, the Brewers, they already have once as well. Like, all the good teams in baseball they've played. You know, all the good teams on their schedule, at least, for the most part, they have played. Here's the second half schedule. If you want some cause for optimism, Cubs, one of the worst teams in baseball, Braves, you know, they're the Braves. Four against the Pirates, one of the worst teams in baseball. Or, you know, at least talent-wise. Uh, two against the Braves. Then four against the Nats. Again, they've got a lot, all their games against the Nats left. Nats are easily the worst team in the NL East. The Marlins. The Mets. You know, Mets are good, but they're the Mets. The Reds. So they have, this is a stretch with seven out of 11 against the Reds. They have the three against the Reds, then four against the Mets, then four more against the Reds. The worst team in baseball. Pirates, again, Diamondbacks. Then they have they have to go to San Francisco, which is a tough one. But then the Marlins, Washington, Marlins, 
Braves, Blue Jays, Braves is a tough little stretch there towards the end of September, but then you finish out with three against the Cubs, four against Washington. Those are seven easy, easy games. And then you finish out three against Houston. I mean, that is that is a winning schedule. Right there. And that is a winning schedule. When you look down that schedule, you know, there are only a couple teams above 500, literally. You know, the New York Mets are above 500. The San Francisco Giants are above 500. The Toronto Blue Jays, you have two games against in that stretch, are above 500. And the Houston Astros, you have three games against, are above 500. Other than that, it's a bunch of teams below 500. And, and a lot of them, the Reds, the Pirates, the Nationals, the worst teams in baseball are among the group that you would put in the bottom eight or whatever you want to say of baseball. Those those teams are all in that group. The Cubs, like, honestly, I think if, if I'm looking for the single biggest reason for optimism with this team moving forward, it's the schedule. <laughs> that seems kind of like a BS kind of reason. You know, it does. I get it. It does sound like, oh, God, the schedule. That's the reason, really? That's what you got for me, the schedule? Wow. But it's real. It is a real reason. Look at the schedule they've played. It has been a gauntlet. They have played the toughest schedule in Major League Baseball. And honestly, you know, I haven't done the numbers. I've seen people say they have the easiest schedule in baseball for the second half. But just looking at those teams, I don't imagine it being much easier for other teams. That is a freaking run of winnable games. And look, we know. We know. The Phillies have not won one of winnable games all the time the last few years. The Miami Moans say hello, you know, so I get it. Just because the schedule is easy doesn't mean that they're going to take advantage of that easiness. But still, you'd rather have an easy schedule than a hard one, right? And um, that schedule is is super easy, super easy. And look, I also think that this team will start hitting more. You know, I, I know that, um, I know that, uh, it can be tough sometimes to you know get wrapped up in the moment and uh, and really feel like this team is going to um is is never going to get where you want him to be. But I mean, Reese Hoskins will be better. JT Homer last night. I hope he's going to be better. You know, Schwarber will be better. Castellanos will be much better. You know, this is not Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos has a track record of success as a hitter in baseball, I expect him to improve from where he's been. Bryce Harper, well, you know, can't say anything about Bryce Harper. What a stud. What a stud Bryce Harper is. Bryce Harper's batting 316 on the season with a 989 OPS. A 989 OPS for the Bryceer. Phenomenal. He is just locked in. He's trying to do everything he can out there. And Team really needs to pick him up a little bit like the other night. But, um, you know, just uh, he's been awesome. But I do think that you'll get more from this offense. I don't see there's any way that you, you know, and I know that they're you know still relatively high in a lot of categories, but, you know, the 11 games with one run or less is, is you know, that hits you as they lie over a quarter of their games where they haven't shown up offensively. It's concerning. I think what you want to see is this offense gain some consistency as this season progresses and find a way to, you know, go out on a night-to-night basis and give your team a chance to win every night, which is not something we have seen super consistently from this offense. Obviously, sometimes they're great and sometimes they're not, but we need more of the the sometimes they're great, you know? Um, so I do feel there is reason for optimism with this team moving forward. And, you know, I, I do think that, 
you know, it's very, it's definitely way too early. We'll look at the standings in a minute, but it's way too early to, to freak out. But I think it's fair to look at this team and what they've done the last few years and say, you know, until they show me it's different, I'm not going to believe it's different, which is where I'm at. Like, I need to see this team, you know, rattle off eight to 10 and, and look different doing it type of thing. Um, I, for me to, you know, really full throatedly support them, so to speak. Um, but you know, I'm definitely not freaking out. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not panicking. I don't think the season's over or anything like that, but I do need this team to start playing better baseball. It's, it's about to be June 1st. You know, I always say June 1st, that's when I started to take it seriously. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend. We're there. It's go time. I want to get to the standings before we end the Memorial Day weekend. Then we'll look ahead to the weekend's action in a, in a few minutes first, though. I did want to get to a Girardi thing. A lot of positivity. Let's, you know, let's let's slow our roll and get back into our lane that we know we can thrive in, which is, um, you know, killing the team for some of the recent action and play. But uh, just one other Girardi thing. I know yesterday and really the day before, we've really spent a lot of time talking about Girardi. And, you know, I'm pretty clear on where I stand. I would fire him today. I would fire him right now. I, I, they're not going to. You know, would happen certainly after the losses. But um, I... Um, I'm out on Girardi as manager of this team. I think that he is inhibiting this team from from success. I think this team takes their cues from him, and you know he is giving off lifeless cues. The I think the the general message to this team that is consistent is you know what there's always another game. You know, go out and get them the next time. And and I just you know how many times have we talked about Girardi not playing to win these games right how many times has it just felt like you know he goes into a game almost saying you know what their pitcher's way better tonight we're probably not going to win this one this feels like a Norwood Nelson night to me I'm going to make sure those guys get in the game oh it's a 2-2 game in the 6th yeah well you know it's a Norwood night so you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter what's happening in the game right you know cuz cuz Jimmy's going to pitch tonight you know it feels like he feels like he thinks that way i know he doesn't but that's what he feels like feels like he's not even paying attention to the game when he's putting these guys in the game and the decisions he's making. It's like, ah, it's Norwood's time. It's it's 8.45 on a Tuesday. Time to put James Norwood in a game. You know, it's like there's no rhyme or reason, it seems. Um, but but something else that concerns me, and it's this this idea of the, the message to the team and the team kind of taking their cue from their manager. And there were a couple things I heard yesterday that, that kind of just crystallized it for me a bit. I was hearing Corey Knable talk um about the game three nights ago um you know the the game where he did not get the ball in the ninth inning Nick Nelson blows the game after the Bryce Harper home run all that stuff um and Knable was talking about Girardi's rules and all that and we talked about that yesterday and you know the absurdity of them but regardless he was talking about you know oh yeah we're on the same page and all that and and he said you know Talking about Joe's message that, you know, the idea there's there's always another day. You know, we got to we gotta put that loss out of our minds. You know, just because you didn't get the ball in that spot doesn't mean that moving forward, you know, you're not going to be ready for me and we're going to go get a win and all that. We had Kyle Schwarber on the Midday Show as well yesterday. And Schwarber, you know, was asked a question about, you know, how does the team go about correcting some of the mistakes we've seen, some of the sloppy plays, some of the, you know, Four nights offensively, all that. And and Schwarber's answer was really similar to what Knable said about, well, you know, you can't really worry about it. You just got to go out the next day and play baseball and forget it. You know, short memory and all that. And I get the concept, right, as, a, as an athlete, short memory. You know, you can't think about your mistakes. You can't let it compound. You can't let it. I'm, I'm all for that. That's great. But 
in practice with this Phillies team what it feels like to me and what, what I feel like I'm seeing is more, it just ends up being a lack of accountability. It ends up being, ah, you know what, this horrible thing happened tonight, but we'll go get him tomorrow because there's always another baseball game. Like, that's what it feels like. It feels like there's no repercussions for dumb plays. There's no repercussions for mistakes. There's no learning. There's no teaching lessons. Like, Oduble makes that bad news Bears Little League play two nights ago, and then he's starting in center field last night. And look, it was good he was in the lineup. He had a big hit, all that. But, like... There just feels like there's nothing to 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 teach this team a lesson in any shape or form. Like you see what Buck Showalter is doing in New York and the way he's rallied those guys and the way it's us against the world. And they feel like every time they go out to to play, someone's trying to take food out of their freaking mouth. That's the way they play baseball. You know, our former manager, our former manager, Gabe Kapler, Jack Fritz was making this point to me last night. Like he he had that kind of attitude here too where it was like, oh, you know, it's a long season, whatever. And then I think he learned the lesson. He went to San Francisco and now they attack every game. That team is so aggressive, bunting and, and small ball and this. Like, they're trying to win every inning. They're trying to win every pitch. And this Phillies team feels like they're never trying to win anything. They're trying to be like, oh, we'll be good in October. Oh, wait, you got to freaking get there. That's what it feels like. It feels like this constant message of it doesn't matter. It's early in the season. Guess what, Joe? It's Memorial Day weekend. You can't keep giving games away. You can't keep managing games like it doesn't matter, like there's tomorrow. Because at a certain point, you're going to look up and you're 14 games back of the New York Mets. And you're five games out of the wild card. I mean, that's going to happen if you continue to approach things the way you've been approaching them. And it feels like it starts with Girardi and it permeates throughout the dugout, throughout the clubhouse. It feels like these guys take their cue from him and they're like, you know what? There's always tomorrow short memory. No, no, you should be furious about this game. You should use it as fuel. You should go out the next day and say, like, I'm not letting what happened last night happen tonight. We're going to play our asses off. And I don't get any of that, any of that from this team. None of it. And I get it from the Mets. I get it from the Giants. I get it from all the great teams. Where is that? Where is that fire? And I can tell you where it's not. It's not with our manager. And I think that's the reason it doesn't permeate through the team. All right, quick look at the standings. I'm going to look at the weekend, the Phillies. Play the Mets, a massive series right now. We'll get to the analysts real quick, just a quick sp- sprint around the rest of the divisions. Um, the y- Yankees still the best record in baseball, 32-13. and 13. They're five and a half up on the Rays, who are 26-18. and 18. Tough break for the Rays right now. Blue Jays in it. Uh, Red Sox playing better. Orioles falling out, as expected. Twins in first in the Central, still maintain there. The White Sox creeping back into it, but still out in front there. Houston out front in the AL West. The Angels playing pretty good baseball, only two and a half back. That's a two-team division. The NL Central still the Brewers out in front, twenty-nine and sixteen. The Brewers just continue to win baseball games. The Cardinals four and a half back at second. That's all that matters in that division. NL West still the best division in baseball right now, other than the AL East, as the AL East has been obviously a powerhouse. Um, Dodgers thirty and fourteen out in front, second best record in baseball, um, as they've only lost two games since the Phillies won three or four from them. Um, and I guess one of those was from the Phillies. The Phillies have, you know, won 
three of their last four law, whatever. Uh, Padres, only two back of that. The Giants, five and a half back of that, but 24-19. Diamondbacks, still 500, and then the Rockies, just a few games under, and then we get to the NL East, the big one. Mets out in front of 29-17, seven and a half up on Atlanta and Philly, both 21-24. and 24. Then the Marlins, a game and a half back at, game and a half back at that at 18 and 24, and then the Washington Nationals, 16 and 30. Can we get some games against the freaking Nationals, please? Please. I mean, give me the freaking Nationals. All right. Uh, big, 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 big weekend of baseball. Like, really, you want to talk about June 1st, it all starts. Well, you got the New York Mets from Memorial Day weekend. A massive, massive game. All night game. 7-10 tonight, 7-15 tomorrow, 7 o'clock on Sunday. So Sunday night baseball. It's Eflin versus Carrasco tonight, Wheeler versus Walker Tomorrow, and then Kyle Gibson against someone on Sunday, unsure from the Mets' perspective. Of course, Scherzer's out, so that's big. So, nice little spot there for the Phils. you got to take advantage. Scherzer's out, DeGrom's out. you got to win these baseball games. It is so incredibly important. What a massive series for this team. This could be a season-defining series if they could find a way to go out and win some freaking baseball games in New York. Please, please. You've been better on the road than at home. You're on the road. Go to New York and win some games. It is massive. Everyone. Heavy, wonderful, happy, healthy, safe Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your time off. All that is all well-earned, well-deserved. We all need it. And watch some baseball, and hopefully the Phils don't make us crazy. Back on Tuesday, so the Giants game after that uh, on Monday. That'll be Suarez on Monday, so we'll watch that one too. Be back on Tuesday to react to it all. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.